I thought you didn't want to talk about politics on the podcast. It's only politics if you're ideologically possessed. Today's process. Location equals self-reliance. Stand up, push forward. Let's light the lantern. Welcome to the Understory Lawyer Podcast, where husband creators build the classic American business with the following principles. One, build a platform. Two, your family is the strategy. Three, self-reliance. Four, the golden rule. And five, commerce that revolves around actually making something. Follow me as I use these principles to transform my family from living in the suburbs to creating a self-sustaining homestead in the understory. Admission to the understory is free, but understanding always has a price. Let's light the lantern. What is up, husband creators, those of you who are in the understory against your will, and those of you who are in the understory on purpose, Wade Skalski here, the understory lawyer. All right, I'm fired up to talk to you today. So you'll notice that uh, we're not doing daily podcasts at the moment, um, and the reason for that is twofold. One is, even though I'm over COVID, it's been like 19 days, 20 days, I st- you know, my I'm negative, my oxygen levels are 97, 98 all the time, so that's good. I still am tired. And so my body, I think, still needs more rest. And also I'm having some challenges getting my breath back. Now, if you've ever been an, if you've ever been an athlete or done martial arts or anything like that, you know what it's like to that, to have your body working properly and to where your breathing is nice and deep and you're filling your stomach and you don't think about it. Well, I'm having this weird, I'm having this weird thing where I'm having some challenges, um, getting my breath back, like just being normal breathing and I'm shallow breathing and holding holding my breath and all these weird goofy ass things. So, um, so that's, I'm trying to sleep as much as possible and trying to reset my system as much as possible. So that's issue number one. And then issue number two is I've been thinking about, um, the utility of a daily podcast. If it's too much, like, I don't know if it's, if it serves, if it serves everyone to, to overwhelm them with content. Right. And, um, and ultimately look, the idea is to push everyone to my daily email list. So then you've got, you've got daily podcast, daily email. It's a lot. So not for me to, to produce it, but for people to consume. And I don't want people to get into this weird, this weird learning loop and all that. So I may, I may decrease the amount of the, um, decrease the amount of the podcast. I haven't figured that out yet, but the the number one goal is for the principle, build the platform. What, whatever I decide is best to build the platform. That's what we're going to do. So we're not going to be slaves to some, to some former idea where we have to do the podcast every single day. So we're going to figure that out. And then, uh, but the first thing is I'm trying to, you know, usually I do the podcast in the morning, early in the morning, like 5 a.m., I'm just trying to get as much sleep as I can right now to try to reset my system. So that's issue number one. And then issue number two is we'll tackle um, how many days for the podcast. We'll get that sorted out and we'll kind of experiment with some different things. So that's housekeeping. Uh, the third thing of housekeeping is I'm building a new email opt-in page. It's going to be at understorylawyer.com. Um, I just wanted to do something where I could, for the daily emails, I could put the, some of them up as a blog and then just some, uh, you know, and then I'll have, um, we're going to have an issue, the first issue of the understory uh, Ranger Dispatch for free. And that's going to be like a lead magnet. So I'm getting that kind of all sorted out. Talk to the printer today who's going to put it together for me. And um, I, or not today, but last week or a couple of weeks ago, and got that all sorted out. So that's working and that's good. And then finally, housekeeping. Um, Anyways, we'll do more housekeeping later. You guys are bored with housekeeping. So let's talk about, let's talk about the pillar of self-reliance today. So one of the things, um, 
One of the things about self-reliance is actually that's a huge decision for you to make is, to, well, there's two decisions. One, are you going to live in a city or two, you're going to live out in the understory, right? So we've decided to kind of transform moving from the city to we're going to move into a homestead somewhere between three to eight acres. We're going to grow our own food. We're going to have chickens. We're going to try to be now. I don't know if we're going to be able to get like 100 percent self-sustaining, because if you actually lay that out, what that looks like, that that is a years long process. But I think taking the edge off, growing your own food, um, there's going to be some kind of workshop where I'm going to actually physically make something. You know, that's part of the that's one of the pillars. Um, you know, how far we're going to take it. I have no idea. I just know that we're we're going to move out of the city into somewhere um, in the understory. Now, up until this week, uh, we didn't know where that was going to be. And here's why. And this is where we get into the idea of uh, location is for self-reliance. Now, I don't really care what your politics are. OK, unless you deny reality, then then, you know, if you're in this 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 political realm where you decide that you're going to deny reality and and uh, call think you know call the sky red when it's blue things like that um, we're gonna have some challenges but other, if you're just a kind of a classical liberal or a classical republican I don't really care right but. When you're deciding where you're going to live, it actually makes a very big difference if you live in a blue state or a red state for this reason. Um, even if you are more leaning towards the liberal side, you want to consider living in a red state because the difference and it's it's so clear right now. I mean, it is it could not be more clear the difference between the red states and the blue states with regards to self-reliance. And, and what I mean by that is this. The blue states are leaning more towards collectivism, right? Where they're, they're coming down with these mandates, um, for medical, you know, for your medical choices. They're coming down, um, with mandates for your children. They have this idea that they know best for your children and parents don't. Now you can say like, no way they don't. They're just trying to do safety and you're wrong. Okay. So, and the reason why is this, is that for on the red states, most of the red states are coming down for against any kind of health mandates. Now, this isn't, I don't want this to devolve into some weird COVID conversation about mandates and medical freedom. I just want to talk about mandates in general, because you can do, if the government decides they can do mandates at the point of a gun and anything, they can do it on the second amendment. They can do it on, there are places in the United States where it's illegal to collect rainwater, I want you to think about that for a second. There are places in the United States where it's illegal to collect rainwater. Okay. You can't have a rainwater bucket in your house, in your house. It's illegal. Now that's insanity. Um, and, and to give you an idea of where some of these, these concepts are coming from, for, for example, for growing your own food, Maine just had to do a constitutional amendment to its constitution that there's a right to grow your own food. Why would they do that? Well, because there are forces out there who want to deny you the right to be self-reliant. Oh, wait, you're being conspiracy theory. No, I'm not. If you have a, if you have a jurisdiction who says you can't collect rainwater, that's, that's an infringement upon your ability to be self-reliant. That's just like one thing. I mean, there's a million things out there, but, and so the, you know, the, the thing is, is like when you're, when you're considering where to live, um, you want to think about an aggregate because federalism is one of the most divine, beautiful, genius things our forefathers did, um, is you want to live in a red state. Now for us, and I live in Virginia beach, my wife and I were like, well, like South Carolina was going to get a new family, um, if this election would have gone differently this week, it's just a fact because the, the regime that was going to come in was going to go full mandate all day long. Um, and I just can't live in a place that forces me, regardless of what you think for the choices for medical freedom or what you should do, vaccinate, don't vaccinate, vaccinate your kids, don't vaccinate your kids, put masks on them, don't put masks on them, whatever. That's your job to figure out for you and your family. But don't tell me, don't tell me what to do. 
and, and, um, on core, core decisions like health and my children. And so, um, you know, South Carolina, I was like, we're moving to South Carolina if this happens. And, and I am so thankful. And I literally, I literally said a little, a little got on my knees and thanked, thanked the Lord that, uh, um, that the election went the way that it did and that Virginia went red. And so, um, so for the next four years and then, and this, this, this health, Mr. Goss is all going to get sorted out in the next four years. Um, and so like we're staying, so we're going to buy a place in Virginia. Now, where is that's going to be? I don't know. And I'm not going to really reveal that to you. It's going to be somewhere in Virginia. Um, but, but the thing is, is that once that Virginia went red, we're like, okay, that we can live here. Now let's say, wait, you're not, you're just like, wait, I'm not willing to, to move from a red state. Well, every blue state has red parts of it, right? So you can find like-minded people who are, and and the reason is that you want to be in an area where there are like-minded people who believe in self-reliance, who, you know, if you're in the understory, you're kind of growing your own food, you're going to be around people growing their own food, and then you get to know your neighbors and you can, you can definitely establish a little community where people rely upon each other, just like they did back in the day when they lived in the frontier. So when, when the, when this country was founded, 90% of people work for themselves, just so you know, like this wasn't this, it was, it was the exact opposite of, of what it is today. And it's incredibly important that you have the ability to make decisions for yourself and for your family to be self-reliant. Like I want to have a rain bucket, right. And, and, and collect water for, for whatever reasons, because water is life. And so these are all the things. And like, look, if you're, if you're fighting against this, Okay. There's a concept that always I try to explain to people that, you know, that this isn't a new concept of individual choice over collective, over the collective. It's, it's deep within our criminal justice system. The idea of that you're innocent until proven guilty, that it's better that 10 guilty people go free than one innocent person is convicted. The whole idea that justice is blind, like that is the idea of that we are founded strongly on individual choice over the collective. And sometimes individual individual choice has consequences, right? But we are willing to bear those consequences as a community and as a society because we have decided that it's better that we have individual freedoms and choice, that we, that we have individual freedoms and choice um, that are frankly divine, that are granted to us when we are born. They're not given to us by any government. And, and that individual choice uh, trumps any kind of collect, you know, there are just individual choices that trump the collective, like you will not be able to force me to do an unwanted medical procedure. Okay. If you want to go do it, great. Go with God, dude, shoot everybody up, take 16 boosters. I don't, I don't care. Do your thing. Like that's on you. You have to make decisions for yourself. But, um, but the, but the thing is, is that you have to understand is that the moment you allow the government to start making mandates for one thing, they will start to make mandates for everything. And this is the thing I just don't understand where people are like, that they're so pro mandate about some of these things. They're like, don't, why would you ever give the government, the government, the choice, the ability to do that? It has such an awful track record. And so this is not, this is not really political in the sense of I'm arguing medical mandate, like whatever, like I'm using it as an example. Cause it's the example, it's the example du jour, but here's the, also the other difference I want you to think about if you're fighting me on this, if you live in Virginia right now and you are a Democrat, like, and you were, and you just lost, Okay. You can still mask your kid. You can still give your kid the shot. You yourself can still take the shot. Your life does not change. You can live your life exactly the same way that you did yet, like on Monday, right? You still have all those options. But the difference for the people who are on the other side of the aisle is that we, we also have the option to make the choice. So however we decide to come down on, on the issues of, of what we're going to do for ourselves medically, what we're going to do for our children medically, right? We still have the choice to do those things. Some of us will just choose not to. And you're, we're not being forced, 
And so your life on the, on the liberal side does not change. It doesn't change. So, but on the conservative side or on the more of the red side, our lives are massively different, like so massively different that I was going to have to uproot my family and move to South Carolina because I knew it was coming. And now I don't have to do that. And it's just because I have the choice. And so it's not, it's, it's just the concept of, of where you live has a gigantic impact on your ability of self-reliance and self-determination. And, um, and so when you're thinking about moving into the understory and you're thinking about making a homestead and you're thinking about what that's going to mean, you've got to strongly consider moving to a red state. And if you can't, if, if you're just too integrated into a blue state, you, you, you need to strongly consider moving to a, a, the reddest area you can find of the state that you're in. And so that's something that, that your actual location, where you actually choose to put down where you're going to live has an immense impact on self-reliance and on your self-reliance. And so, you know, when you're starting to think about, well, where's that going to be? That is, this is a factor for that pillar that that most people don't think about self-reliance. They think about self-defense. They think about growing their own food. They think about kind of being kind of like a prepper, like whatever, like all those things are, yes, those are part of being self-reliant, but really honestly, at least in the United States, um, because of federalism, you do have choices as to where to go and there are different impacts on your ability to be self-reliant. So I just wanted to kind of talk about this today. I'm very thankful to be in Virginia. I'm very thankful to be in a red state. Um, and I'm very thankful that we're going to be able to stay here because we have a lot of connections and, and, um, a lot of, a lot of positive things that we've cultivated over the last two and a half years. And I want my kids to be from Virginia. And now I think there's enough, enough time over the next four years for things to shake out that it's, it's, um, this, this Michigas is going to kind of recede. It's going to be done and it's, and, uh, I'm hoping I'm right. And then I can, we you know, and then, but we, we can be focusing on the next three or four years of becoming as self-reliant as humanly possible and, um, and just really hitting that hard. So wanted to talk about that principle today, but great and very thankful to be back and healthy or getting healthier. I'm not a hundred percent, but, uh, but this, the message is not going to change. We are going to pound this message of the classic American business. We're going to pound this message of the, the five principles of the classic American business. And um, I'm working on some really awesome interviews for you guys along these lines. And uh, I think it's going to be very helpful. And I'm also excited for the new um, up and coming, um, new up and coming, um, new up and coming, um, uh, what is it? Opt-in page. So, so, and then for the understory lawyer dispatch. So, or understory ranger dispatch. So what I want you to do is take out your, uh, take out your ranger field journal. If you don't have a ranger field journal, take out a regular journal. If you don't have a regular journal, go get one. You're going to need one from time to time. But for right now, what I want you to do is take out your unicorn trapper keeper from the fifth grade and simply write down location equals self-reliance. And just remember, there is no end if you stay in the path of understanding. All right, husband creators, I know you want to escape the current understory that you're trapped in. I get it. I've been there. But in order to do that, you have to have a creative clearing, a place to stand, a place to make decisions in confidence and clarity. I'm not going to promise you some magical course or coach or codex or crypto, but I cannot help you if you do not raise your hand and say, I'm over here. You can do that by subscribing to my daily email list at understory.news. Raise your hand and say, let's get out of here together. 
The podcast has the philosophy, but the daily emails have the insight and innovations. Raise your hand and let's light the lantern together. Subscribe to my daily email list at understory.news. The path of understanding does not end, but that does not mean that you cannot get to where you want to go. Subscribe to my daily email list at understory.news. Go light the lantern.